Let's talk about some other games that we got coming up this week. Some lines that we're looking to play, some games we're looking to play. This schedule keeps throwing me off. So we're going to have a bunch of games on Saturday with it being Christmas Eve. Then we have three Christmas Day games. Obviously one Thursday night game that we'll be live on the air for. And it's a big one, and I played it already, and I know I'm on the wrong side probably. But Zach Wilson yesterday, I know if you just look at the box score, you see that he threw for over 315 yards. But he wasn't good. Terrible turnover in that game. Did make some plays, but uh, the Jets ultimately lose. I'm rolling with my Jags right now. I got them over six and a half wins this season. Trevor Lawrence, another impressive showing. Comeback, second half comeback against the Dallas Cowboys. Jags plus one. It's minus 115. I'm just going to keep riding the Jags, uh, and I'm going to fade the Jets here because I don't think there's any chance that Mike White gets cleared for this game. No, I don't think so either, especially what, Thursday night game. Minus 110 on the money line. I think that's better bet than plus one. For the Jags? Yeah. I. Rather than paying minus 115 yeah. to grab the point? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so I, I would take minus 110 on the money line. This feels kind of like the, the Lions game a little bit to me. Like, it's it's definitely a toss-up, but Zach Wilson is the reason that I can't bet back the Jets. You saw what they did, what the Jaguars were able to do against the Cowboys. I personally think that the Cowboys' defense is better than the Jets' defense in a, a few different ways. Definitely not the secondary. So I think, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a harder day in terms of, like, passing the rock around. Yeah. But I have to give it to the Jags. Like, they are very hot right now. Trevor Lawrence looks like he's on another level. And it's just a better spot, right? Even though it is in going to be pre- pretty bad weather. I think it's going to rain Thursday. I think there's a 50% chance of rain. It's a little bit warmer than it was this last weekend. So I, I think, you know, you do have some New York weather and, and Trevor Lawrence is going to have a harder time in, the, in that sort, type of condition than, say, like even a Jared Goff. We saw him struggle. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Jaguars as well. And, and here's the thing. Like, I would play the Jets and I would think that the Jets are the right side if Quinn Williams is on the field. Right. But their run defense, because we talk about their run defense and their secondary has been fine, but the run defense goes from being like top 10 to like borderline 28th, 29th in the league. Yes. So um, as of right now, I'm on the Jags. I also think 38 and a half. I know it's a short week. I know it's a Thursday night game, and we usually tend to lean unders on those games, but I think that might be a little short. I might look at the over in that game as well. PJ, anything for you and Jags Jets? I think you're going to be going on the uh, the other side of me, huh? Probably the right side. The other side. Hopefully it's the right side. I think the Jets probably are, man, but i got to keep riding my Jags. It's crazy. Doesn't it feel like the Jets are playing the same game two weeks in a row? Yes. Like the Jags are the AFC version of the Lions. Yes. It's the same thing. They're playing a team right now that was under 500 that's getting hot their quarterbacks playing well Zach Wilson's probably going to play the Jets are at home yes they're in the same thousand percent thousand percent and the Jets lines exactly the same it's it's the same game and the Jets should have won yesterday fourth and inches golf throws a 51 yard touchdown a little pass to the tight end out in the flat the Jets should have won yesterday and so I'm banking that they get it right on Thursday I can see why people would like the Jags Probably the best teaser leg of the week. I mean, teasing Jacksonville up to plus seven, that's a no-brainer. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to be a one-score game. So that's the way I would play it and feel confident, but I am leaning with the Jets. It's just funny. It's it's literally the same game as the Lions game. I agree. I 100% agree. Like, I see that line. I see the matchup, and I and I exactly – that's that's the game that pops in, and it was just this last weekend yeah. too. So you're like, okay, I feel I feel comfortable with, with either taking the Jets or the Jags or whatever side you fall on. I feel like here's one where uh, – 
I'm going to be going against everybody because I grabbed the Bears this morning, plus eight and a half. It was one of the first bets that I placed. They're at home, Soldier Field against the Buffalo Bills. I feel like the Bills are going to be a very popular pick. I might look to maybe tease the Bills. I just think that this has look-ahead spot written all over it with Cincinnati on deck. Huge game that could be for the number one seed and home field advantage. And as everybody knows now, only one team gets home and field advantage in the AFC and NFC. Uh, the total in the game is 41 and a half. I grabbed the Bears plus eight and a half. They got healthier in the secondary yesterday. They picked off Jalen a couple times. They competed. And I know Justin Fields got dinged up in that game. I think he's going to play. I think the Bears are going to keep it competitive. I was rooting for them to get Justin Fields off the damn field yesterday because they had him in the pocket just getting teed off on by that defensive line and that pass rush from the Eagles yesterday. But he just kept coming back, man. I actually like the Bears. Anything over seven and a half. And right now we're at eight and a half. I think if anything, um, maybe you wait on that one, though. I could see that going up. We'll wait on some injury news, of course. Yeah. But I like Chicago this week, actually, to keep it close. I, I don't disagree. Like, you saw the Bills against the Dolphins, and, and you're right. Like And you've talked about this a lot, PJ, is like, what spot are you in? This is a bad spot for the Bills at Chicago. Weather's probably going to be nasty. Yeah. There's a there's a bunch of weather coming in. Yeah. And and maybe you say to yourself, okay, well, that feels like an under game. But actually, this kind of feels like an over game to me a little bit just because of the Bears' offense. Because the Bears can yeah, score some the points. the Bears can score some points. You just need like a 24, even like a 27, you know what I mean? Like it was 25-20. And that goes over the number. I can see sort of something similar happening since it's in Chicago again. Yeah, and, and the thing about this game that I'm going to do, uh, or I can't give it out right now, but Justin Fields rushing props. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, I, I, I did it again thing. yesterday. They're going to hit every single week. Very one-dimensional, and they're all beat up right now. I mean, Chase Claypool sat yesterday. Mooney's done for the year. He has no weapons. He has no wide receivers healthy right now. Um, Here's one that I played immediately. This is my favorite bet of the week. We'll get to some of these other ones before it, but I want to throw this out there right now before it moves. The Giants, three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road in Minnesota. The total in the game, 47-and-a-half. I don't like this minus 115 right now under the Giants at three-and-a-half, but I think this line is telling me that the Giants not only are going to cover the number, Giants might win this game, you guys, plus 150. We know what Wink likes to do. He likes to blitz. He likes to put pressure on the quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins? He's a little sensitive to the pressure. I know that he balled out again yesterday. I grabbed the Giants immediately, plus three and a half. This is my favorite play this weekend. Like, how, how are they going to score points? How are they going to move the ball the same way that they did it last night? Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka are really, really good at their jobs. Um, they're offensive geniuses. This Giants team, on paper, should not be an eight-win football team. Yeah. Like, I can't believe we actually cashed that win total last night. Everybody that slandered me, I have the receipts. I have the video posted. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to call you out. No, but you I'm sorry. You did tell me that me. it was a bad bet. I did think it was a bad bet. My G-men, though, three-and-a-half point dogs against Minnesota. I think they win that game outright. I still think that the Vikings are frauds. Congratulations on your 30-point uh, comeback against the Indianapolis Colts and their ESPN analysts of a head coach. Love the Giants this week. Who wants to argue it? I like me? the first half, actually, a lot. Vikings are obviously a really good second-half team. Might even look to live bet the Vikings second half if they go down. Yeah. Interested a little bit in terms of this over. Vikings are allowing a, 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 a poop load of points. Yeah. Like you see the Indianapolis Colts score 33, and now I know a couple of those were defensive scores. The Giants, I could see doing the same thing with Kayvon Thibodeau, who came through last night against How, the Commanders. Hey, hey, and, and you know what? I think a lot of people are going to owe him an apology. Remember yeah. when he just kept Culture slipping, slipping, issue, slipping? Yeah. And remember when I told you how much I love Kayvon Thibodeau yeah. all year? And everybody, everybody was freaking out because he has other interests other than football. I never get that. He should have been drafted over Aiden Hutchinson. 
Ah, I like Hutchinson too, though. Damn, they're both so damn good. I would rather have Kayvon. Would than you? Hutchinson. I don't know. What I, about you, Peach? I'd rather have Hutchinson, but Kayvon is—he's nice. He's nasty. They're different. I mean, they're different. We know we're gonna get from Hutch every night. We're with Kayvon. Like, you're are right. We gonna get exactly. that every night. Exactly. Is that what you're, yeah. Hutchinson. Has I like much his less upside. Bus potential. Yes. I like Kayvon's upside more. Much more yes. upside. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I, I'm with Trista, though. I like the over in this game. Minnesota hasn't stopped anybody. I think the Giants' offense can run the ball and score some points, too. This is a fascinating game because Minnesota is coming off the greatest comeback in NFL history. They just clinched the NFC North. Where are they at? This could very well be a letdown game for them. And then the Giants just had the biggest win of their season, coming off Sunday night football, feeling good about themselves. Like, do they walk into this game with a little bit of their, you know, head on their shoulders kind of deal? So it's an interesting game. Minnesota's been having lines like these the past two months, and it feels like I've been going against them and coming up on the wrong side of all of them. So it's a stay away, but I'm with Trista. I think the over is probably the play I like. And we recapped all Saturdays, actually. We're going to get to the games from yesterday. But really quick, one thing I have to say about that Giants-Commanders game is the Commanders got absolutely hosed, especially the Terry McLaurin situation, which I'm sure everybody's talked about all day long. We've all seen it. But the one thing I will say is that, um, one, the league is not fixed. Stuff happens. And, two, maybe if the Commanders didn't play like absolute trash for three and a half hours, they would have been in that game in the fourth quarter. I'm just going to say that really quick. I mean, it was a weird game. They were able to move the ball up and down the field. Let's be honest, though. Heineke is not a starting NFL quarterback. He's a, he's a backup at best. Yeah, no, you're 100%. Like he's a fun story. I know the guys rally around him, but the talent's just unfortunately not there for the Commanders. And it's really not there for the Giants, but they're very well coached. And you know what's crazy is they're going to probably get into the playoffs now, and then they're going to have to pay Saquon. They're going to bring back Daniel Jones. I, I don't Jones. think that they'll do it, though. No, I think that they will. I think I think Brian Dayball is like falling in love with those dudes. I don't know, though. <sighs> I don't know. Saquon not been productive. I guess it depends on how the right? season ends. How does it end? Also, what do they want? What do they command? Yeah, he, he got 18 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown, but like he just hasn't been he as awesome good as night. he was in the beginning of the year, where he was getting you know 100 yards, you know, uh, pretty much on a week to week basis. So a little bit of a roller coaster ride he is, but. Yeah, I don't think they pay him. I don't unless it's like not very much money. Yeah, we could hit on these all night long. Yeah. We got uh I like the Patriots Lots plus three and a half. Yeah, we got tons to talk about.